everybody, Mike Dempsey here. It's NFL playoff time, and you can still win playing Underdog Fantasy by picking higher or lower on player stats at underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with promo code 1010XL, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Now, Compton and Company, brought to you by United Rentals on 1010XL. Here's your host, Ron Compton. And good evening, good evening. Welcome to Compton and Company coming to you from the L House in Tentertown. A 6.30 start. Here talking sports with you for two solid hours. And boy, oh boy, uh, has our uh, uh, show topics changed a little bit over the course of the last hour, hour and a half with that breaking college football news. And boy. <laughs> Ding dong, is, is the witch dead? Nick Saban retiring? Oof. Wow. Which uh, obviously will be one of our two poll questions, poll questions in terms of a replacement for good old St. Nick. Uh, but, yeah, we're at the old house, Tentertown. And let me go ahead and tell folks listening that this is our last Wednesday for a while as we, our show moves to or back to Saturdays, uh, both the AM and FM side, uh, starting, was it the 20th, Chuck? January yes. 20th, and, and you won't be here. Yep. You won't be here. So it'll be just, it'll be yours truly, Ron Compton. It'll be Compton and Compton. It's Saturday. Have a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got a life, all right. Compton and sure Casey. Do. Compton and Casey. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hopefully, Casey Dobson will be producing our show, and if so, it'll be, yeah, Compton and Casey. Casey and Compton, there we go. Tagging and Lacey, I don't know, whatever. Uh, so anyway, so that's uh, starting next Saturday right here at the old house. It's the same place, uh, different day, different time. Looking forward to it, man. So folks will come out and have lunch with us on Saturdays at uh, the old house. All right, let's get right to it. Uh, we've Obviously, we're going to definitely talk a bunch of Jags, <laughs> a lot of disappointed in <laughs> to a uh, to what we thought was going to be a prosperous season. Chuck, you really are like a Grinch. You know what? You 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 you're you're you are an angry little man is what you are. You know, I can't I can only imagine how, how what type of and in, in, uh, instigator uh, how grumpy and how antagonizing you will be when you're like seventy five. Hey. I mean, if, 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 you are, if you're as bad as you are now, I can only imagine how you'll be in, like, when you're three-quarters of a century old. <laughs> well, I mean, my they, did it to the, they did it to themselves. They did. I agree. I agree. We'll, we'll certainly talk a lot of Jags uh, as the show moves forward. We have college. We'll go early tonight because we're going to roll into uh, Gator Basketball, who's both a, both a fun and frustrating team to watch. As they travel to Oxford and take on Ole Miss. And who knows, maybe the next Alabama coach is now residing in Oxford, Mississippi. Right. Uh, the lane train. And uh, so, so that's the, uh, the, the first poll question tonight, both of which uh, sp- sponsored by all-site contracting. Um, so replacement, a viable replacement. Who, for Nick Saban, 
Uh, we're going to roll out with uh, Casey. I think we have what? Uh, we've got Lane Kiffin, correct? Yes, sir. So Dan uh, Lanning. Yeah. Right? Dan Lanning. Dabo. Who are the others? Dabo, Dabo. and uh-huh. Other. My favorite yeah. choice, Other. <laughs> Do you remember what I, what I said over the years? I said, I don't feel sorry for these guys in sports because they make a lot of money. Yep. And when they leave, you get paid a lot of money to leave. That should be everybody's dream job. This is one time I will feel sorry for the next Alabama coach. I've said that. Man, but, it's uh, – he, he could go thir- – look, he could go 13-1 next year, losing the playoff, first round of the playoffs. Oh, we got to well, we'll see. We'll see Ray Perkins, right? Did, did, did yes. he replace the Bear and it was somewhat successful there? And, and – uh, did he win a national title? He didn't, no. did he? He didn't, but he was okay. He was a decent coach, okay. and then he ran him off. Uh, and Gene Stallings, really, they beat him. It, it, it did, so it wasn't just the next guy. They weren't thrilled with Gene Stallings either. It was the third he, guy. When he won a title. They, took the, they had to get the third guy to be good because yeah. you had Ray Perkins. And remember Bill Curry? Mm-hmm. Remember Bill Curry's story about when he was there, he got, what, like a brick thrown through his window one morning <laughs> when he was yeah. sitting there eating breakfast. They, they I think he'd go 9-2. and two. <laughs> what, do they, what do they think this is? <laughs> Texas high school football or something? Um, or South Florida Pop Warner football. Yeah. Oof, yeah, that too. But, uh, man, so uh, – It's a tough job, but gonna get, somebody's going to get paid very well to well, and, try and, to do it. And this is something, if you if you read into things a little bit, this wasn't really something that was on the horizon, man. I mean, he, um, you know, he, he said in interviews uh, here recently with Pat McAfee that uh, he, he was going to coach next season within the last 24 hours. He he's been he'd been interviewing uh, assistant coaching candidates for both special teams coach, defensive coordinator. He interviewed DJ Dirk, the former Gator defensive coordinator, um, as well as candidates to uh, coach his special teams. So something's happened, uh, I guess. Uh, you know, within the last day, that's had him doing about face. Did did did. Uh, to Terry Saban, who's the boss of that family, said, look, Nick, you know what? We bought that big old mansion down south of Florida. We've talked about it and talked about it. Man, just just, just retire, hon. You know, get out of this thing. I mean, it could have been it could be that. Um, yeah, did he and the, the administration get sideways? Did, is he asking for more NIL money and maybe Ooh. that's not coming for some players? That'd be, um, that'd be least likely because I, I think would he pretty he, much runs the show. Yeah, I, no, I would I would agree. You want money? Uh, you call the you call the old money the old South. No, I, I would agree. Um, Birmingham, and then uh, you know, hopefully it's not for health reasons. You and know, usually if it's let's say it, I hope it's not health, but if it is, usually you still take a little few days and let's think about it. Let's kind of. Get a plan of action, yeah. you know. So I don't know if it's something. If it's health, I don't think it's something that came up today. Like you know, two hours later. Again, let's hope that's not it, right? But, but there's something that seems to have, have, have happened here. The 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 eleventh hour here that uh, that's caused this. Because like I said, he's he's been interviewing assistant coaching candidates over the course of the last day, um, and and now you know you mentioned before before we were on the air. Now this staff, right? I mean, you—you you, this isn't just a staff. I mean, I, I know that it's a staff that has a, quite a bit of turnover. Um, as, as guys, you know, they go through that, whether it's analysts or assistant coaches, go through that car wash and end up being head coaches at some point, you know, whether it's assistant coaches or the guy or, like I said, analysts. Um, 
We're interested to see how, how that shakes out. But it's, it's, look, it's a, it's a, you know, obviously a national championship coaching staff. And then you, and then obviously Michigan. What if Jim Harbaugh decides to go to Los Angeles or Las Vegas or, you know, now Seattle's open. He, you know, he's a he's a Northern California guy. You know, he's from San Francisco area. Uh, Harbaugh is so it's man. So you could so you could potentially have two head coaches from playoff teams this year both leave. Let me test your brain real quick. Oh boy. So oh boy. I was listening to a podcast the other day talking about, well, you know, Harbaugh could go to the Chargers, and they're like, well, you know he has San Diego connections. You know what his San Diego connections are. Were. Is, were, was. What's a San Diego connection? It's San Diego. The penitentiary. that one. The <laughs> penitentiary. <laughs> no? All right. Uh, okay, so your hint is J.U. Oh, San Diego State, right? No, San Diego. Or San Diego, PA. He coached yeah. San Diego. That was the same college. San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. He just coached San Diego. In fact, J.U. played them when Harbaugh was the head coach at San Diego. Remember, we went from San Diego to Stanford. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, that's the connection. And then Will Ferrell, <laughs> bleep you, San Diego. He coached San Diego, not the Chargers. How's that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, I remember that. San Diego sure sure did. Which hmm. is crazy. They were in, like, the Pioneer League. The Pioneer League, that's right. East yep. Coast team. That never made sense to me. Yeah, well, that's like when – you know, the old Sunbelt Conference broke up, and Jack J.U.'s the only team that stayed, and they were the only team in the Sunbelt that was playing the Eastern time zone. Yep. You know, so a lot of that. Uh, but, yeah, so, boy, uh, you know, a lot to unpack tonight. Uh, the first thing, obviously, man, Nick Saban, so what's next? So let's, let's you know, we, we mentioned some of the candidates, right? Um, poll question, again, about sports ball site contracting. Uh Oh, coaching candidates, who would you, who would you want if you were the Alabama brass and you now had to replace good old Saint Nick, the greatest college football coach in history? He is the greatest. I mean, he he is. He you you can't really argue it. You can't argue another coach being better in the history of college football than Nick Saban. You can't. Well, Saban's back in the day. Remember, Ray Perkins left the Giants. Any NFL coaches come to mind, or do you think an NFL coach looks at college now and says, "It's too tough"? I'm not. Doing yeah, yeah. Before, yeah, absolutely. Before <laughs> in college, it was all right. We, you know, we recruit. I feel uh, like you ball, missed one, Ron. I feel like What's you that? Might have, I feel like you might have missed one. What did I miss? Urban. What What do you mean, Urban? As far as Greatest what? College. All right, you mean oh, candidate? Go, go. candidate? Well, <laughs> yeah. What do you? Yeah, hey. As far as a co- I mean, coaching candidate, he's still yeah. in the yeah. unemployment. Yeah, he's true. That's true. He is. He's he uh-huh. is. Yeah, I think. I think. He, I think. Right now, he, he's 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 down the down these uh, office getting his his stamps. <laughs> he's getting stamps. I'm sure he's hurting right now. Um, times out here but, are tough. And times are tough. Yeah, yeah. So he, that would be in the other. So you know, you tweet us on Twitterverse, and if you do give an other. Tweet us with your other. I want to. I want to know what your other is. But um, no, when you when we go through these, right? Uh, again, Nick Saban. He is the best ever, man. The best ever. Um, look, Dan Lanning, obviously having some success at Oregon. As he's coached there two years, was a Georgia uh, defensive coordinator. Goes out there, so obviously he's, he's you know he's got Southern ties. He's a recruiting machine. Um, Dabo Sweeney, who two years ago I would say, man, I don't think Dabo would ever leave um, 
You know, he's he, you know because he could he could go to Alabama and be the next, you know, in line of really good to great Alabama coaches, or he could be Clemson. But now his star has a little has a little tarnish on it. Um, you know, um, and Lane Kiffin, boy, you, you you talk about a guy that goes from remember Tom Coughlin called him the laziest coach that had ever coached under yeah, his him. Quality control. Yeah, he was a quality control guy at the time. He didn't he later become the OC for the Jaguars? I think. Did he? I, 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 think, I think so. so. I, I'm pretty really? sure he did. I'm pretty Could've sure been. he did at some point. I think so. I could be wrong. I'll look up his Wikipedia, which is never wrong, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, if it's on the internet, it must be true. So I'll, I'll look and see. Anyway, but so Lane Kiffin, out of nowhere, obviously gets the Raiders' job, gets fired. Cries on 60 minutes. Uh, then, of course, ends up at Tennessee. One year. One year. Bolts. Uh, like, a, you know, backs, a, backs up the Mayflower truck, a la Ursay, and, and uh, moves out to, to USC. Gets fired on the tarmac. Goes to FAU. When the first he goes there, he goes to the Alabama rehab car wash, the rehab clinic. Uh, becomes the OC, of course, of Bama. Goes to FAU. And uh, now at Ole Miss, I've got, I, and I'm sure he loved, he loved that job. Guy, you know, Ole Miss <laughs> guy, be thinking, my gosh, we had our guy for a <laughs> yeah, while. Yeah. And we knew he wasn't going to stay for mm-hmm. 30 years, but mm-hmm. now we've had our first 10 win season in history, right? And yeah, and now he might leave for Bama for the yeah. rival. Yeah, it's it's uh, whew. it's tough. I mean, it's I don't know. That's that's one where it's funny even. Even when – I guess when Spurrier left, it was kind of similar. My God, who wants to replace Spurrier? Well, but, hey, well, you know what? Hey, maybe maybe Alabama, since no one can be successful as the next guy, maybe you go go to Bill O'Brien. He, he, can be, he can be their Ron Zook. He can roll in for a couple of years until – and, you know, and, right, and warm the seat for the he next guy. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. ABC there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. After leaving, after getting fired by the Texans. Yep, yep. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing plays out, man. I would think something's going to happen rather quickly. Yeah, you, can, you can't you can't wander around for three no. months. No, got to be gotta no. Get moving. Yeah. So, uh, boy, man, Here, here's a question for you: How many first round draft picks do you think Saban has coached at Alabama? You know, or you just ask? No, I know the answer. Oh. I know the answer. Yeah. So how how many do you think? I know what the answer is. Yeah. How how? So you figure from his first years? year was 07 right to now. Yep. 17 years. I'm just going to say 41. Damn close. Well, you want to take a guess, Casey? Uh, So, I guess we're playing that game. I'm going to go over 43. 44. Boom, shakalaka. 44. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Both of you guys did well if this were the price of right. But Casey still wins because you're both under. Neither went over. So, Casey, winner, Casey Dobson. Sorry, Chuck. That's a lot. That's I went at I went at all things. So, yeah. I mean, although Chuck's winning right now with his mill he has in front of me, you know, but he looked at me like this because you know it's early start, so I'm time crunch to get here. I wasn't here, you know, as as early as I typically am before our show began. So it was ordering late. So my bur- our, I just I just went with a good old juicy cheeseburger, which is outstanding, by the way. <laughs> And <laughs> rolled out here, and I ate it like I was truly in the military. I got, it was chow time, and I devoured that thing in like two minutes. Chuck looked over and goes, 
You done with that? I said, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Am I done with so, it? Of course I'm done with it. According to The Athletic, your favorites are Dan Lanning, Sarkeesian, Dabo, Norvell, Norvell. <laughs> yeah, right. There, you look, Norvell. there's no way in the world Alabama would touch Mike Norvell with a 10-foot pole. Are you kidding me? What about Mark Stoops? No. He, he had already – he had, you know, Mark Stoops, he was going to Texas A&M, and the, the, the booster said, no, you're not hiring him. I heard Pete Carroll's looking for a job. <laughs> yeah, Pete Carroll was crying like a baby today when he – when at uh, his uh, quote-unquote amicable – Amicable part All that Alabama money might be able to wipe away those tears. I don't know. But he is like 72, uh, so I don't I know we got Brable real quick, and probably we'll get back to this. Uh, Mike Brable made the playoffs four out of six years. What's Tennessee thinking? Uh, Because the the owner put out some kind of silly, well, the NFL is changing and evolving. Yeah, she's dumb. Mike Brable is not changing and evolving. What was he not doing? She's as as dumb as the the billionaire owner of the Seattle Seahawks. What the hell is he thinking? They've gone to the playoffs 10 of 14 years, uh, five division titles, 11 winning records, two Super Bowl appearances with one win. What the hell is he thinking? As as many coaches as – are replaced every year. It's like five to seven every year. Every year. Now there's seven this year. So almost a quarter of the league is is turning. Yeah, that's true. So almost a quarter of the league is turning the coaches over. So, but yet, and so that tells you, man, they they just can't get it right. Can't get it right. Well, if that's happening, why, if you've got something that's a proven commodity, would you kick that to the curb, right? It goes back to that. You think the grass is greener. Okay. <laughs> good luck. You know, good luck with that. So uh, so we'll break here. We'll come back. Um, well, certainly we can talk more uh, Nick Saban retirement, uh, his replacement. Uh, but when we come back, we'll, we'll talk about the Jags. Uh, Jags season's over. I've got another poll question. Jags relayed. I'll throw it out now. Uh, right now, uh, would you – trade Trevor Lawrence straight up for C.J. Stroud? If, if, would you do that if you were the Jacksonville Jaguars? Uh, so we'll discuss that more every broadcast you from the L House in Tinseltown on 1010XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Confident Company, company from the old house in Tinseltown. We're here, well, I would say we're here every single Wednesday night. We have been. We have been. Although uh, we'll, we'll be moving our show to Saturdays starting January the 20th from 12 until 2. Uh, but we are here tonight at 8.30 leading up to Gator pregame as the Gators uh, travel to Oxford, Mississippi and take on the Ole Miss Rebels uh, in, in college basketball action tonight. Uh, now, here's a note, too. We were talking also. Uh, before the show in terms of, you know, what this means for players, right? I mean, you just had a recruiting class that um, they just uh, pen met paper uh, recently. Um, well, because of when a coach leaves now, uh, the Alabama players have a 30-day window. They can go elsewhere. They can go elsewhere. Yep, you can, opt, you can jump into portal. And now you, it's not just a one-time get-out-of-jail-free card. You can now transfer at least twice before you graduate. So you get a, you get a, a two mulligans. So you get like three off the first tee. 
You can get three balls off the first tee if you like. Well, as much we complain about the new rules and the transfer portal, NIL, blah, 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 that is fair better because back in the day, remember a, a, a coach or a crew to kid, he would sign and like a week later, I'm out of here. Then the, the, yep. the player was stuck. They were stuck. Now, here's yeah. something that, you know, ties. If, you, if you're Gator, if you're, if you're a Gator and you're listening, now, take it for what it's worth, but supposedly – and now, it, now again, when when these get, when these kids did announce, they came down to Alabama and Florida. These two these two, these two players did. Two highly sought after players, uh, receiver uh, Jameer Grimsley, a Tampa Catholic, four star recruit, uh, a top three hundred player, two forty, uh, ranked two hundred fortieth in the country, uh, according to two forty seven, and then the recently. Uh, um, committed over the weekend, uh, Xavier uh, Mincy, uh, safety uh, from Daytona mainland. So there's two big-time recruits that, that Florida was in on, and so he, they, they, they made the, the final two. Now, will these guys go and just stay in Bama? They're, they're there, they're enrolled in school. Or it's, man, hmm, I don't know. And you look at the entire class, man. I mean, when you you, you look at uh, – they look, they were second, right? Uh, you know, uh you know, the top quarterbacks, uh, I mean, they won two, you know, a handful of five stars. I mean, they were second and recruiting overall behind Georgia. It, it, it'll be interesting to see if that class stays together. And then in terms of, uh, the play, you know, the the, uh, the other players as well, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how that, uh, that shakes but out. Right, as obviously, Nick Saban, you know, retired from You would coaching. think most would stay with Bama because, you know, they're not – they're not turning into Vanderbilt, so. No, they're not. But, Chuck, it's a, when you're talking about especially the recruited kids, you're talking about 17-, 18-year-old kids, right? They're, they're going away from home for the very first time, and, and now they, and they are going somewhere where they've met and they've become, you know, friends, you know, uh, and, and they've got these coaches that have recruited them and have become mentors of theirs, right? And yeah. – a lot of players, you know, may go to play for this school. They may go play for this assistant coach, uh, the, the guy that recruited them. But when you go to Alabama, you go to play for one person, Nick Saban. You go, you go to Athens, you go to play for Kirby Smart. When you went to Florida State years ago, you went and played for Bobby Bowden. You went and played for Stevie Spurrier, right? You went and played for uh, Mac Brown at Texas. You went and played for Bo Schembechler. Woody Hayes, right? You went when when you've got guys like that, you don't just go to that for the school or your position coach. You go for the guy, and the guy's think, leaving. I would think if they bring a guy in that, if that staff stays kind of intact, they would keep a lot of the, a lot of the players. I, but I don't think the staff will stay intact yeah. unless unless they, hire they promote someone. <laughs> yeah, unless they promote, uh, you know, they they promote Tommy Reese. Yeah, isn't that the offensive coordinator that came from Notre Dame, right? No, who that yeah. was, right? And uh, I mean, I don't know what you do, but if the only, I think the only way you you can you know keep a lot of those players is either you hire from within, promote from within, but they, but they'll they'll read the handwriting on the wall there. Look, we know this is this is on an interim basis. There's no way in the world whoever they hire from within is going to be the guy you know moving forward. That doesn't happen very often. Um, or they hire a big fish right away. 
Because, again, these kids now have a 30-day – there's a 30-day window. So if Alabama's got – Alabama has to jump on it in a hurry or they stand to lose a lot of guys. Now, players can put their names in the portal right now and they don't have to leave. Right, they can decide to stay, but they I guarantee you that you'll see a bunch of players jump into the portal even if they're like, I don't know if I were to leave, but you know what, let me just see. Let's just see. So it'll be interesting to see how that see how that works out. Yeah, those coaches are back, you know, other schools are gonna be back on them like sharks. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. I you, told you Nick Saban. I I tried to tell you he was he was gonna retire. I tried to tell you. That's what they would be saying. I mean this is like a, a it would be a dream come true and I'd you know, I'd uh, and I'd actually drive to Athens and and load up uh, the moving truck myself for Kirby Smart if he decided to take that the the, the rumored the, the interest in the Atlanta Falcons sure. job or wherever else he wanted to go. Could you imagine how how happy the rest of the SEC would be if on the heels of of Saban retiring, Kirby Smart took another job? Oh my gosh! I mean, that, that'd be that'd be the the best. Uh, series of events ever in, in the SEC outside of, like, winning games. Would you agree? Uh, for, uh, for, the, for the other 12 teams? Yeah, the other 12 teams. Well, I guess for the 14, other 14, 14 teams, teams now. I would like it. Be a belated yeah. birthday, Christmas, Ooh. early uh, imagine, Valentine's Day. What are we talking yeah. about? Uh, imagine how much again, money other coaches are about to make. Jimmy Sexton, how, how, much, money, how much money is Jimmy Sexton going to make? Because I've got to think he represents – almost every big-time college football coach, right? So all of the leveraging that's going to be done to, to uh, keep, you know, certain coaches at certain schools and uh, the, the, the commission that Jimmy Sexton is about to make. He's a baby. What do you want? What kind of, you want a new house? You want a new car? Well, you want a tractor? <laughs> what, do, what do you want? What do you want, babe? I'll get you whatever you want. You want a new ring? I don't care. Yeah, well, I said the deal blue chips. You oh, know, okay. Ricky I've Ray wanted a tractor, okay. yeah. double back, double back full of cash. Um, boy, yeah, I mean, so that's uh, more double wide in the uh, in the case. Remember, Marcus Dupree, remember Barry Switzer said we we need a new double wide. So they had a new double wide like I guess that weekend <laughs> yeah, or within the that, week. That, that is correct, Marcus Dupree. Yeah, wow, <laughs> um, that's true. So how about these? Here's a couple of stats. Uh, I, I ran across a. a an unreal stat earlier today, and there's another one. My son sent me this. So uh, I said, I mentioned earlier that uh, 44 total first-round draft picks, right, have have played for Nick Saban just while at Alabama. He's only had 29 total losses as a coach. Alabama. Alabama. He's only lost 29 total games. Like 44 first-round picks. 29 total losses. He got losses. a lot of losing Michigan State. I think he has like 70 losses. Yeah, yeah, and, and LSU too. Yeah. So, yeah, but 29. Yeah, he was 6-5 and five a couple of years at Michigan State. Yeah. Um, but how about that? 44-29. to 29. That's all? Wow. That's it. That that seems – I guess that's right. It seems like a, a low number considering I think the first year. Didn't they go 7-5 and five this first year at Bama? So, yeah. so, you take that away, that's 24. So, we're 60, in 16 years – he had 24 losses. Yeah. To throw out that first year. I'll be there. Here, here, here's one. For, you'll love this. Uh, uh, and I'll throw this in because I just ran across it. Different things. Uh, how about Eric Spolster, the Miami Heat coach? 
he waited until his divorce was finalized before he signed his record $120 million contract extension. So his ex-wife couldn't get any money. <laughs> Good for Eric Can't take that back to court? Not, God, no. Okay. No. All right, well. I'll take him at that. I might try. And, he, and here, here's one for you. Now, this is something. This is, to me, uh, a big-time wow stat. So, we all play fantasy football here. We play fantasy sports. So, you know, you can – when you talk about NBA, we say Michael Jordan the greatest of all time, right? But you – some people – they may throw out LeBron, may throw out, you know, may even say Kobe, Magic, right? There's other, like, players that are up there close. Would Wilt? you agree? Wilt is still – right? Right. Major League Baseball, people will say Babe Ruth, but then you'll start throwing out Barry Bonds, right? I mean, you may say Shohei Itani as far as he's doing things that, that's never been done before. So, other sports, you might have, um, you know, you can maybe throw someone else up there in terms of who you would consider maybe uh, the best of all time. Would you agree? Yeah. But in hockey, there's there's no one close to Wayne Gretzky. No one even in the same stratosphere. I would say, what was his name, Bobby Orr? Nope, nope. Okay. No, and here, here's why. I, I got, I've got the numbers to back that up. Okay. So, we both play fantasy football, right? Okay. Oh, Gordy Howe, I see right there. Okay. So, when uh, in NHL fantasy hockey, uh, you couldn't just draft Wayne Gretzky. You drafted Wayne Gretzky. Uh, he was broke up into two players, either Gretzky goals or Gretzky assist. What? Yeah, Gretzky goals or Gretzky assist. He, uh, you could take away all of his goals that he ever scored, and he'd still be the all, he'd be still be the all-time uh, leading points uh, in NHL history. Wow. So yeah, so so yeah, there, there's no one, no one close. So he's got, he's got. 894 goals, 1,963 assists. Yarmir Yager has his second total points in 1921, so obviously a lesser number than Wayne Grisky has just in assists. And and that that stat just absolutely amazed me. And another one, Joe DiMaggio, his 56-game hitting streak, it, the game that was broken, he had like two, two or three screamers right at people that could have easily been base hits, and then he went on, had like seventeen more games in a row. Right. So he was that close to having seventy-four or seventy-five game hitting, well, I mean, eighty-four, know, eighty-five game hitting streak. There was a, he was about to get a big contract with Heinz fifty-seven. Mm. <laughs> that was right the first time seventy-four, seventy-five, not eighty-four, eighty-five. But yeah. So, so anyway, so that's, that's there's that. I'll see you number. I'm looking through the list there. Number I've never heard of number five. When I saw Ron Francis, I thought that was the old tight end for the Patriots. That's Russ Francis. That's Russ Francis. <laughs> I don't know Ron Francis. Yeah. You know Ron Francis? I don't know Ron Francis. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, so I remember Mario Lemieux was the one. He had a bunch of injuries that he, that he faced. It was going to be like, you know, Super Mario. It was going to be like the, the next Gretzky, but just never really, you know, he, he wasn't, obviously. He, he never lived up to that. How about, uh, how about was it was it Eric Lindros? Yeah, he yeah. yeah he was the one that had a ton of concussions. That was his deal. All the all the concussions he had with. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, well, I think a concussion. I think was a Sidney Crosby with the Sidney Crosby. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. That's, that's a concussion machine right there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you know, well, well, it is hockey. 
<laughs> I mean, hey, I, I mean, the, the beatings that they take, man. Those guys, you may like football, baseball, basketball, but nobody's tougher hockey players. I agree. They'll get a tooth knocked out and come back. You got a baseball player hurts a finger. I agree. And we'll go on the, uh, was it the IL now for 21 days or something? So, yeah. hockey players are tough. No, I, 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 uh, I completely agree, man. So, uh, all right, so uh, we've got a poll question. Our second poll question was, uh, and it's and they're sponsored by our buddies All Site Contracting. They're locally uh, family-ran site utility company. Also offers roll-off dumpster services, guaranteed low prices, and check next day's services or your money back. So, and as look in my world, the United Riddles. Um, we do everything but roll-off containers. And people always say, man, we should do roll-off containers because everyone, all of our the service, we don't get good service. Well, that's the all-site uh, folks are different. Again, they guarantee you next day's service or your money back. Call Amy at 574-9000, 574-9000. Uh, they will absolutely take care of you. Want you. To tell us- and the second question is, would you trade right now, Chuck Kelly? I think I know your answer. Uh, would you trade straight up our quarterback here, Trevor Lawrence, for C.J. Stroud? Would you do it? No. You wouldn't do it? No. Okay. I talk a big game. I, <laughs> I like it. Oh, I love it. I talk a big game. But oh, well, here's the thing. Oh. I, I think oh. C.J. Stroud, I don't say I don't trust him, but – I think he has to do it again. You know, the upside for Lawrence is pretty high. C.J. Stroud, I just don't know. Are you gotta, you know it's like, he's like Jordan Love. You know, Green Bay Packer fans, they're like, you know what? We have struck lightning and bottle for a third time in a row. I don't know if they have or not. You know, I talk a lot, right, Chuck? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you've almost left me speechless ah. right now. Well, I, 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 I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm about to stutter. I, I'm just, uh, What? And, well. Because you said something smart, and your method, and, and the way you said it, it was smart. And I call you dumb so many times. That might that might have been one of the better takes you had. You just because totally your, redeemed yourself. He, he did. He did. Now I, I'm that. sure there's a bunch of people out there that are voting yes, 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 or passionate the emotions. But you know, Trevor did not have a good season. Um, he was average. He was average, and there's a, there's a lot of areas where, where he has to get better, and we're, we're going to break here, and we're going to talk a lot of Jags when we come back. But, uh, look, just to give you, and to Chuck's point, an example, I did a little, little research here. Now, some of, this, some of these guys, it was injury-related. But RG3 is first year, 20 touchdowns, five picks over 3,000 yards, and then I know that the uh, Shanahan boys ruined them. You know, had him out there dragging on one leg was but in the playoff he wanna, game. He wouldn't come out of the game though, right? He wanted to stay out. He there. Were, yeah, he did. He did. So. Baker Mayfield, he first year, thirty eight hundred yards, twenty seven touchdowns. Uh, he 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 was living up to that number one overall pick, right? He he did. And then now he's just been a journeyman quarterback since. Yes, he's got the Buccaneers in the playoffs. Here's one for you. If I asked you boys, what NFC team has the longest streak of? Player performances, how many teams would you guess before you said the Buccaneers? They've got it. What was the quote? They, they, this, this is their fourth playoff appearance in a row in the NFC. That's 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 a streak, the, hot, the longest streak in the NFC right now. Yeah, wow, okay. Four. Yeah, wow. four, yeah, four. Philly hasn't made it? No, nope. no. Nope. Uh, so Baker Mayfield, Mac, Mac Jones, 
Mac Jones' rookie season, right? Oh, people oh, Mac Jones better than Trevor Lawrence. Oh, no, he's not. He's not, right? And a lot of people scream that. He did. Um, and he's terrible. Uh, you look at, uh, I do <laughs> I see you passed by Dak Prescott. Well, right well because he's, these were great rookie seasons. <laughs> these are great rookie he's seasons. He's been great the whole time. Okay, he's been really, he's been good the whole time. Yes, yes. He's, there's, he's, yes, absolutely he has. He's been a top ten quarterback his entire career. He's top three now. Um, Justin Herbert, great rookie season. He's done nothing since. That's Some of that's injury related. Well, okay, he's been average since. Okay. He, there, he got a nice he, big contract he, for now. Yeah, he did. He did. Teddy Bridgewater. Now, there was injuries included there. Yeah, he had injuries. Got yeah. Probably. I don't know if I'd throw him in there. Well, again, I, I, told, I, well, I prefaced the, the, the question or these players with there were some injuries. RG3 had some injuries, right? Teddy Bridgewater had some injuries. Okay. Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania. His rookie, his rookie season here. Right, 21 touchdowns, six picks in 14 games. He almost led his team to the playoffs this year. Carson Wentz, right? Uh, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. I mean, think about it. When, when Winston and uh, Mariota were drafted, they came out both, had good rookie years. Man, whoa, man, they both hit on those. Well, neither have done anything since. Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. Carson Wentz is really good early on. In fact, Doug Peterson had him playing at a, at, you know, an MVP level. Tears the ACL and, and had been average at best since. He did have he he did kind of get the short end of the stick in Indy. He actually had a pretty good year, and then he faltered down the stretch, and they they, they cut him. It was no good um, at Washington. No good at Washington. And then Jared Goff, you know, went from, you know, good to man, Detroit. What can we give you to take him? Right, and, and then now he's pretty good again. So but anyway, so that so just because you have you know success starting year one certainly doesn't guarantee you're that dude. Well, I th- these guys get it, these GMs get it wrong a lot, but I think you need to be put an asterisk by that. Be wary of guys who are not. Okay, yes, yeah, C.J. Stroud was his second overall pick. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think he came in with that. That's a franchise quarterback guy. So I think you have to be a little cautious about guys where you didn't expect them to be. <laughs> now, we'll come back and we'll throw this poll question out there again. And, and, uh, and I've got some thoughts on C.J. Stroud and, and what I've thought about him all along coming out of college. Um, so we'll do that and talk about you know what exactly went wrong and what's wrong in our opinions, that is, with the Jacksville Jaguars. That more after this from the Yellow House and Tinsel Town on 1010 Compton and Company on 1010XL. See, I can't even hear the music. I don't know. It's weird. You know? Can you hear the music, Chuck? No, I hear a song I play on See, we, see we, can hear the, yeah, we can hear the music here, Casey. Great, great we, you got you to really turn that music amp it up well, if you want us to hear it. I heard it last break, Oh, let's hear it. Play it for us, Casey. Do it one more time. See? I can't even hear it. Got nothing. You got you to tell that's, us. That's from Dumb and Dumber? 
There you go. Well, I'm bored. Yeah. I guess I, I guess I need. A, I'm younger yeah. than you, but I guess I need, I need the hearing aid. What was it? Where That's, you? Remember he goes when you go do something. Tell her. Remember the end of the movie when the like the the girl the bus yes, goes yes, up with yes. all the, trop- yes. the Hawaii tropic girls on there. Yes. <laughs> it's like I think that's where it's from. Well, right? uh, no, let me stop right. you there. Okay, so it, in the scene, <laughs> stop, Chuck. <laughs> Lloyd. Stop. Has just sold off a, uh, a a van that was you know meant to look like a dog, and he rolls up <laughs> on this little scooter on their way to Aspen, and true. he's that's, like, that's true. "Just that's when true. you couldn't do anything any dumber, you go and do something like this and totally redeem yourself." Man, I can't believe the audio didn't come through. I'll do better. We'll do better I heard, next time. I, hey. I heard. I heard it. I heard hey, it. Uh, I I did something pretty dumb myself Saturday. Um, so after uh, going out with a buddy of mine Friday night, and by the way, boy, I've been hot on the pool tables lately, boys. I've been absolutely on fire. It's like Ron can't lose. I was like, I wish I gambled and hustled pool because I think I'd be like. Uh, a thousand air by now, maybe. I don't know. But um, anyway, so we're up playing pool to about 2, eight, two o'clock Friday night. Uh, I get dropped off at the house and uh, wake up, couldn't sleep. So all I did was lay around and watch movies all day. And one of the movies I got sucked in was Joe Dirt 2. Never seen that. Did, did, you, did, you did you know there's a Joe Dirt 2, not. Casey? I, I did not. Now there is a there is a Joe Dirt two. Now the, the, the love interest in Joe Dirt one I know was from Gainesville, so that much I do know. Oh, or Brandy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that oh. uh, they were twins, or, or they're twins in real life. <laughs> so uh, yes, I'm I'm very aware. I mean, Brandy's like is that? You know, I had an ex-wife named Brandy. She was cute. But she ain't got nothing on that brandy that rides up on that horse and Joe Dirt boy. Woo! Uh, was that Brittany? Brittany? What's the list? Not Brittany Murphy. No, no, not Brittany Murphy. That's she. She's dead, right? right. COD. Yes. This is a different Brittany Daniel, maybe. I think Brittany Daniel. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Joe Dirt too. Uh, I got sucked into it. It's like I couldn't get away was from David's, it. David's, David, yeah, David was Spade, he in yeah. it? Oh yeah, a lot of times in a second one. Oh they no, won't no, bring, oh no, oh no, he's back. in It'll it like and oh yeah, knockoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the all the same people. The only person that's not in is Kid Rock, Kid Rock, right. and I mean, they 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 replaced Kid Rock with some other dude from high school or something. Everybody else is still in it. Remember Caddyshack too. Had no one in it, and Chevy Chase only made like an appearance, like for five mm. minutes or something in the second part. Yeah, ter- yeah, terrible spinoff. Well, you know what I've always said about that? Oh, Caddyshack 2, it's an okay movie, but you tr- the problem is people try to compare it to the first one. Yeah. If you just don't try to compare it to the original Caddyshack, it's fine. I if, it's, if it stands alone, huh? Yes. All right, so um, tell folks what the poll questions are, Casey, and uh, tell us where we stand currently, sir, before we get into our Jack for Jaguars. Call. Yeah, man, so our first all-site contracting Poll question of the night. Would you trade Trevor for Stroud? Right now, uh, the listeners and the audience have spoken. 68 are saying no. 68%. Okay, That's out of 185 votes. And the second poll question. Now, hey, that's, that, you know what? That's not a bad return for like 30 minutes. That's not yeah, bad. Yeah, man. you're not doing yeah. too bad. You know, we got to set goals. 
Got, got uh, family listening on, I guess. You know? the, uh, the second question is, now that Nick Saban is gone, who would you want to replace him? Lane mm. Kiffin, Dabo Sweeney, Dan Lanning, or other? And right now, it's a pretty good split between all four choices. Okay. Dan Lanning is leading the way, though, with 30.8. 146 votes in that one. Yeah, that, Although, That's who I would call first. I, I would call Dan Lanning. I, I, um, I, yeah, he can recruit like crazy. And he, ta- he took over at Oregon and just st- started rolling, man. I would say I'd take Kiffin. I, mean, I would like to Kiffin too. You know, hey, you know, I mentioned all the all the uh, all the coaches that are going to get raises. You know, oh, oh, uh, Jimmy Sexton is out there working the phone lines now. So, hey, guess who? Hey, guess who's interested in Alabama job? They're going to be talking. Okay, well, how much? Billy Bucknuts in Gainesville. He won't be getting a raise out of this thing. There's no leveraging there, old Billy Bucknuts. As I see, it's not Sun Belt Billy. It's 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 just Billy Bucknuts. That's his name until he can figure some things out in Gainesville. And before the break, you were talking about quarterbacks. Yes, yes, C.J. Stroud. Yep. So I wonder what's this January? Let's go back February. Let's go backwards twenty two years. I bet we'd be saying, "Well, that Tom Brady, I don't know. You know, he did it one year. Was six round draft pick. I'm still not taking over Drew Bledsoe for the long haul." You know, we probably would have been saying that. You never yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Here, <laughs> yeah. Here's uh, here, here's put uh, Drew back in this coming this next year. Um, so we were talking before the break. Um, you know, Michigan, right? It, it uh, the odds are Jim Harbaugh is going to the league, right? In Las Vegas and the Charger, the two move. So let me interrupt uh, mo- you real quick. Most likely spots. Okay, go ahead. How did they? How is their recruiting? Because how were they recruiting when the common consensus was Harbaugh's leaving after the after the season's over? So I wonder, you know, I think about that. We're, we're worried about it. Not worried, but we're talking about Alabama. You know, how do you recruit? Well, I think it was pretty well known there was a good chance. I mean, I, w- I wonder if the coaches out there telling and Harbaugh say, nah, that's all a bunch of smoke. I'm going to be back. You know, what are you talking about? So, you know, I wonder just what – how it went with Michigan. Well, Michigan was 15th, yeah. so not great. And not they had, great. No, they had, and, and that's because they had 27 committed players, and they had no five stars. Uh, so they were just average, just average. And look, and they've been average with him up there and recruiting. They haven't, they haven't recruited great. But what they have done is they've recruited great along the lines of scrimmages. Um, and boy, you know, yeah, we haven't talked about that game Monday night. We'll talk about that here in a while, but. Uh, Michigan, I think, might have proven they might have been the best team in the country. That defense, man, uh, was outstanding. They took Mike, they had Michael Penix Jr. playing scared. Yeah. That dude, he it was like, man, he was he was uh, it wasn't chuck and duck, it was duck and chuck. He would just get out there and let it go. He he wanted no part of anything, man. I mean, they're offensively, Michigan wasn't much. They did they did enough. But their defense, yeah. man, was – Running backs were They were right. really – okay. oh, you're right, though. The two running backs, Corum and the other dude, yeah, they had from – Edwards, I think. Yeah, Edwards, like, like 300-plus yards rushing or something. But so, so – but what if Harbaugh leaves? Uh, then the, the, the talk is that Brian Kelly would leave and go take the Michigan job. And what if the, the rumor of the Falcons offering Kirby $20 million a year to go coach the Falcons – if, if that were true, he left. 
How great would that be for the SEC? That'd be awesome. I don't think Kirby's leaving, especially now with Saban retiring. Oh, man, he said, this is my conference now. My daddy has now left the building. Now this is mine. It's my house. All right, so on to the NFL, uh, the Jaguars. You know, what exactly went wrong? What is wrong? Uh, there's firings. Damn near the entire uh, defensive staff is gone. The running backs coach, Bernie Parmley, is gone. The offensive line coach is gone. So people, people have left. They've been given their walking papers. And so the question was, would you, would you trade Trevor for C.J. Stroud? I wouldn't either. I'm with you, Chuck. The other 68%, what says Casey Dobson? I'm assuming you're going to say you wouldn't do it. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to give Trevor another year. I really feel like that the offensive line was a big factor in a lot. And – my my biggest opinion is the guy sitting up in the press box or near the press box in the in the OC's position. I think Press Taylor's got to go. I don't know what these play well, calling I, that we were doing. But I, here here's my problem with that is I blame Doug Peterson as much as I do Press Taylor when it comes to the play calling. Look, I th- I, he, so, he won't say this because Press Taylor is his, obviously was his guy, and he's come out and said, "Hey," he even said in his his press conference on Monday that I think Press Taylor did a good Press Taylor did a good job. And if you read between the lines of what Doug Peterson said, it was, "Hey, uh, the defense's lapses was due to coaching because he blamed it on technique, gap control, poor tackling, um, and then he blamed the offensive woes." on the players, in particular Trevor Lawrence. He said we can't turn the ball over. Uh, we, we can't have the pre-snap penalties. We can't, we can't have delay of game penalties. So he, he pretty much said it's the players' fault on offense, the coaches' fault on defense is what he said. What he said. Uh, and I agree with half of that. You know, uh, I, I, <laughs> I think it's their, all their faults, right? Um, so... I'll, 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 I'll say this a little about Trevor, then we'll break and we'll, and we'll come back and go more in depth on, on the team uh, in general. Um, look, Trevor wasn't very good this year, right? And I'm sure he'll he'll tell you he wasn't very good. Um, I think – and I didn't – well, let's just take Sunday's game. I was more disappointed in the decision-making of his – than I was the errant throws. I think he was he was shot up with so much stuff he could probably barely barely feel his arm. Uh, but I but but the thing was he had to play. There's no way in the world you win that game with CJ Beathard. You don't think? No, no, because no he, way. No, because he look all he all he is dink dunk dink dunk dink dunk dink dunk with and I get there's a lot of short passes too with with uh, with with Lawrence. But I don't think C.J. Beathard can make any plays, man. I, I, I don't. I think you need someone that can at least push the ball down the field a bit. Uh, and, and with C.J. Beathard, I don't think he can do that at all. Um, but the issues I have more so is the, the decision-making, right? When, you, when it's fourth and seven and you throw the ball five yards uh, in front of the sticks with a defender draped on your target, that's stupid. You know, um, you know when you don't, and, and, I, and I wonder, and, I, and we've talked about this before. I wonder about Trevor in the middle, middle of the field. He never utilized it at all. Everything the Jaguars do, 
in the passing game is outside the hash marks or the numbers. And the only time it's inside is when he throws a quick little seven or eight yard pass to Ingram, you know, it, it's it. A quick little curl, that's it. Nothing else down the seam. You never see it at all. I think I've seen it once this year, like three weeks ago, they hit, I think, Luke Farrell 30 yards down the field. The one time I, it, it, all year I've seen them attempt it, and they, there was no one within five yards of them. And I don't know if it's he has trouble reading and processing, if he doesn't trust that he'll be on the same page with his receivers. I'm not sure what the reason is, but the decision to not utilize the middle of the field when it's wide open, it, it dumbfounds me, especially in this age of football where 25 years ago the middle was a place receivers, receivers didn't roam because they'd get their heads knocked off. Now, if you breathe on a receiver, they throw a flag. So the, the middle is wide-ass open. I don't know why that's not utilized. Um, and some of the dumb penalties, right? I look at the Jaguars and use, using a tennis, tennis terminology, unforced errors. Trevor makes a lot of unforced errors. I'm like, what are you doing? So it, 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 that worries me. And I think Trevor in the pocket, I think he has so little faith in his offensive line. That's why he gets rid of the ball so quickly. Um, and, he, and it's like he's turned into he's, – look, he's not – he doesn't play scared because, or he wouldn't play with the knee and the ankle, the concussion, the AC sprain. He wouldn't do any of that. But I think because he has issues holding on to the football in the pocket, he's scared of the traffic around him and the ball getting swatted away. So, therefore, he's getting rid of the ball a lot more quickly than he should instead of letting, letting the plays – play themselves out and maybe hitting some things down the field. That's what I think. I do. So the offensive line has to get a lot better. So we'll, we'll discuss that more. I'll get your, your opinion, Chuck, on the other side and yours too, Casey, what you guys think about Trevor, uh, if you want to add anything to my critique of him. And then we'll go around the rest of the, the roster uh, as well. And the front office and, and the head coach, for that matter. That and more after this from the Yellow House in Tinseltown on 1010XL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. Oh, this is a great song. Oh, in Alabama, yeah. Jacksonville. They're going to turn the page, baby. I've done this with karaoke before. I have indeed. Yes, yes. How many whiskey sours What's that, Casey? How many whiskey sours had you had at that point? Oh, well, you know, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I was feeling no pain when I, I did this song. I'll tell you what, my best karaoke story, though, and we're about to, you know, you, you guys love this. Um, I had, uh, we have two fantasy football pun- punishments for the uh, people that finished dead ass last this Saturday's the first one and it's a teddy bear bet so the dude has to go on a date with a three foot teddy bear and uh, we're all going to go and, and have the uh, wait staff sing happy birthday to the teddy bear that's this that's this weekend another month it's going to be karaoke roulette our buddy Norm who finished d- dead last all six teams that made the playoffs get to pick a karaoke song for him. He's got to sing karaoke to all, all six songs. All six? My song for him is Raining Men. 
That's what he gets to sing. And somebody else has black velvet for him. That's a good song. <laughs> a lot of uh, I think so I featured It's Raining had, Men uh, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> what did what, you say, Casey? I said, I think I featured It's Raining Men a couple of weeks ago here on the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks. But uh, So I have a, so I have I a question for you. song behind this little bad company behind us. Uh, and, and then also, uh, I had to I had to do uh, karaoke roulette myself well, one Saturday night, and I had to sing "Pour Some Sugar on Me," oh, God. and I had to sing uh, "Sweet Caroline." Oh, God. It was my, they were my well, the I, they picked them for me. Look, I didn't pick them. Def Leppard, awesome group. That's the worst song they it's have. It's not the worst. Yeah, song. Oh, that's not the worst. No, that's a good song. No, it's not. It's terrible. Guess <laughs> it is. <laughs> Photograph. <laughs> uh, How about Hysteria? Rock, Rock of Ages. Good, Rock of Ages yeah, good? good song. Okay, good. So, the, so you're more pyromania instead of Hysteria guy. Yes. Okay. All right. Casey, Casey like what were you about to say? Casey, yeah, you had something to say. Casey. <laughs> so I, I got a little uh, – a, a lot of people here are talking about Balky this week and being one of the people, one of the reasons. Yes. And uh, I think I might have a job-saving uh, tactic for him. Are you guys ready for it? I can, oh, please. I, I can't wait to hear what how you're going to – well, it's unfortunate that Shad Khan won't fire anybody unless it pertains to his Fulham soccer club because everyone else gets a lot of chances. Even Urban Meyer, he don't want to fire him until he gets forced to. So I, so I don't think he's going to fire Balky, but let's pretend he's thinking about it. Uh, and and Balky's on the firing line. What are you going to do to help save Trent Balky's job? So, if I was shod, okay, after watching this past yeah. uh, weekend and hearing the recent uh-huh. news, and also if you're uh, not living under a rock, Mr. Khan, you know that there's a certain running back that just demolished your defense. Well, if I was Trent oh, Balky, yeah. I would give one Mike Vabrell and Derrick Henry a call and say, hey, why don't y'all bring that attitude here to Jacksonville? That way, if Doug Peterson and if he starts to falter, well, we've got Vrabel sitting right there in the wings ready to take his job. Well, I I like that. The the only the only problem with that well there's one problem. No, there's not. Oh, we'll, we'll debate the second. I think I, I, know I assume the Dougie P is you. in charge of You're going to say Derrick Henry's too old, which is incorrect. But the first problem is Mike Vrabel is going to be an NFL head coach. Bingo. He, he's not. He's not going to be waiting available to be your defensive coordinator, which would be great. I mean, you're right. I'd make him. I'd make him assistant head coach and defensive coordinator if he were, if he were available. And then I would absolutely call the Yuli Bulldozer and say, "Come on home, baby." You're, I would. You're, you wouldn't. You don't sign thirty-year-old running backs. Well, what for a two-year, ten-million-dollar deal? Look, Would you have running had backs? You can find oh running backs goodness. behind the garbage dump. Oh. Look here. You look don't here. draft them. You don't draft them. You don't. You don't look sign thirty-year-old running backs. Mr. Chuck. Would you? Chuck's about to give me a head. Would you I, knew, I knew exactly what Chuck <laughs> was going to say. Chuck. Derrick Henry, third and one on the Jacksonville team. Are you? Are you handing that ball off to that boy or not? Uh, probably not much longer. I'm not. 
No, no, no. I'm I, talking I, about this past weekend. If Derrick Henry was on that Jacksonville yeah, team, yeah, but this you is handing that ball off. For some reason, he has he has magic against Jacksonville. He didn't have a very good year this year, did he? I think over a thousand yards. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I would imagine. Sure about I mean, that? I don't know. Let's let's well, let's look. So it here's up. what I you, ask. While you're complaining, let's look up Derrick Henry's. So if he's right that here. great, why is Tennessee not going to resign him? Because they're in rebuild mode. That's why. No, because they're smart enough. They're to rebuilding, Chuck. They're rebuilding, and, and he just turned. He just turned. Yeah, he had 1,167 yards, 12 touchdowns, 4.2 yards of carry. Which yeah, he's side? no good. That's garbage. right, Chuck. He's no he's good. Aren't you the one to tell man, me a running back only has so many carries in him? I agree. Yes. And when you get 30, but, you are flirting. As Molly Hatch would say, you're flirting. Look with here, that. Chuck. Look but here, Chuck. At a- Alabama, another. he didn't have a lot of carries. Look here. You bring that Yuli yeah. bulldozer. Boy, you start selling some tickets, some merch. It's a money-making scheme there, too. Yeah. You start. I, I would say I'd I, have in, that boy in, on third York, and short in, in every time. Yeah, he he'd be in the New York minute. He'd be here. He'd be a monster of a compliment to uh, Etn. So we were what terrible to, in the red zone. These are you give that ball to these him. These are great running backs. What happened to Zeke Elliott, Dalvin Cook? I mean, they're nobodies now. They're younger. And okay. They were great. They were they were probably better. Well, you know, some cowboy it's, shade funny, at it's you. funny you say that. If if you look, at no, about they no, got hold, no, 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 no. Hold, hold on, Chuck. Um, so the reason, you know, yeah, they they let them go. Cause the job now, Pollard, whatever. Well, okay. Well, this year, actually, when they were forced into playing Zeke. You go look at his last five or six games. He's one of the top fantasy running backs in the NFL because he played well. He actually played well. So he, he had more juice left than people thought that he had. Look, I'm just would – I, would I sign Derrick Henry and give him the ball 30 times a game? Absolutely not. But would I sign Derrick Henry for what Case is talking about? Maybe give him 12 to 15 carries a game and, and everything short yards? Absolutely freaking lootly I would in a second. And, and it would be league minimum one year contract. Oh, you're so dumb sometimes. Dumb. You, you were so you said something so smart earlier with our poll question when you said you would not trade Trevor for CJ Stroud and you get and you cited the reasons why. I said, man, Chuck's finally turning the corner and now here you go with something you dumb. You can't get caught. Look, you can find Derrick Henry's anywhere. Casey, throw that poll question out there. Add a, yeah, add a third one can, for the rest of the, for the rest of the show. For the rest of the show, if you're the Jaguars, would you sign Derrick Henry to say a two year, eight million dollar deal? Throw okay. that out there. You Just got curious. It. Let's see what the other people have. Let's see what the other people have to say. I bet you the fine folks. I bet you the fine folks at all site contracting would be name. happy with. Look, Chuck. No, I'm not. He averaged 4.2 a carry and 12 touchdowns this year. Average over four yards a carry. Is said it, no, that's not just a if name. If you check Chuck. the stats, isn't 30 pretty much a cliff for running backs? I mean, yes, he not always. But most times, go look. Go, well, yes, yes, that's that's correct. correct. But there are exceptions to the there rule, are, yes, there are. and I would take a chance. a chance. I would chance with that exception for a minimal amount of money. You're damn right, I would. And if you go look at his off-season workouts, the, the things that he does, I would say, you know what? That there's there's more of a reason to him being the exception to the rule with the condition he he keeps himself in. You're dang right. Can I make an analogy for you? Sure, go ahead. I'm sure this is gonna be a great it's one. Great. I can't wait to hear it's this. Hey, Casey, go and yeah, go and get this thing rolling I don't here. It's not eight o'clock yet. This could be pretty. Take cool. this but up. Oh my gosh! This so is I know they don't have the magazine. Your centerfolds 
But you, but you know, Playboy doesn't – when they have centerfolds, they don't go with 45-year-old centerfolds because there's a reason for that. And you don't go with 30-year-old running backs. Chances are it's not <laughs> what you want. It's not going to be good for business. So – was it Martha Stewart and Playboy recently? Martha Stewart? <laughs> what? what? Yeah, Playboy? Yeah. Martha Stewart? Yes. 80? Yes. Oh, my God. Well, they, number one, they don't have a magazine anymore. But I, I, I would, I'd I, have to look that up. I'm look, you, I think I heard that. I if they would say that. Martha Stewart and Playboy, you want to look at that, you'd have to go back at least 50 years before I'd say, okay, maybe. You're like 85. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm telling you. I'm not using my phone you. to look that up for you, Chuck. <laughs> Why? <laughs> my wife pays my bills. That's why. <laughs> I go, so you got to work? I'll look that up. Uh, I'll look it up I on the burner phone. Was, I don't think Oh, Yeah. God. Well, I like burner phone. <laughs> so, yeah, no, you don't want Derrick Henry. You're, yes, you're you do. You're on a sexy game and an old uh, I just gave you the stats this year. He's 30. It goes. Oh, my gosh. It goes I, he, he just turned 33 days ago. All right. Four days, so he'll be 30 the entire Unless he's going to be Frank season. Gore, which that doesn't happen very often. By the way, Goodness, it's up. Man. The poll question is up. If you were the GM John, of the Jazz, how about John Riggins? would you sign Derrick Henry to 30. a two-year John contract? Who? About who? John Riggins. What about Over 30. He was great at over 30. Was he over 30? Yes. I guess he was. He... Yes, he was like 37. Well, but more often than not. He was like 37 when he was still good. 37? Yes, yes. When he ran, when he beat your ass in yes, the Super Bowl and ran over not, you and threw you and around you against your crummy, smimy stink fish, Nor, okay, he did. He was 37. You don't make, look, you don't make, I'm, I'm being serious here, you don't make a practice of signing 30-year running backs. It's Goodness. just not All right. good business. So now let's talk about the roster, the Jaguars, what, what went right, what went wrong. I gave my opinion on Trevor Lawrence, where he needs to get better uh, prior to the break. But I think his skill set is very good. He can do a lot of things uh, – at that position that others can't. He's, but he's got to get better, obviously, ball security and things like that, processing things, decision-making. But every, but he has every tool in the belt, I believe. Uh, your thoughts, Chuck Elliott on Trevor Lawrence? He's got the tools, that's for sure. He's got – I mean, we're getting down to <laughs> the brass tax time. He's got to show it. I mean, before the season started, if I told you 21 and 14 – You'd have called me stupid and laughed me out. Yeah, you know? you, I'm just like I'm right now. Yes. But outside of Derrick Henry. But I would have been You're correct. Stupid. You're dumb. You're crazy. He's got the tools. I, I don't know what's missing. I don't know if anybody's smart enough to know what's missing. It's just something is something. I, I just not, think, I, I, I really think that right now he's he's not playing with a lot of confidence. Um, I, I think he, the offensive line, that's something that bothered me. Well, with Doug Peterson, hey, our offensive line, we're in good shape there. I, I like the group. Really? Well, I don't – how, how can you like that group? Uh, I heard what Jeff Prosser said. He goes, uh, his, his lasting – and he, he was talking about Luke Fortner. <laughs> he said Luke Fortner. He, was, he said he thinks Luke Fortner did a really good job and on that offensive line. He goes, man, the lasting image I have of Luke Fortner is getting cockroached. <laughs> you know, the last play of the game. I mean, I mean, we're the last play that the quarterback sneaked. So, real quick, back to what you – Yeah. I looked it up since Casey would. 
Martha Stewart, 81, she said she would never do Playboy, and but we say thank you. But they offered. Didn't they offer? Yeah, but we okay, say, okay. We say, that, we say <laughs> we thank say you. We say thank you. I well, they, I don't know if they officially offered. Okay, anyway, to sportsers. Yeah, I think it had to do with Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. I don't know if Playboy ever Okay, maybe it's Sports Illustrated. Maybe that's but what she it was. Said, I know she was offered something like that. But anyway. Ugh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, so, so, so you think he's got the tool, but just something's not right. All I know is the office looked clunky. Uh, they, they, could, they could never get right. I, you know, I talked about that Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy movie, that the character can't get right. And I said that was Calvin Ridley. I think that was really just the – the Jaguars offense, you've seen flashes here or there, but they just couldn't get right, man. And with Trevor, you keep waiting for that breakthrough game. And what made it even worse last year, you've seen that stretch. They teased us. The back half of last year winning, was it 7 of 8 they won? Right, 7 of 8, I believe. Yes. I think it was 7 of 8. Um, but he had the game, you know, against the Titans and the Cowboys and the Ravens. I mean, it, he was rolling, man. He had it rolling. You thought, okay, man. Now, all of a sudden, you're, we're going to build on that. And then they just never had any decent stretch at all this year, offensively at all. It was just, it was, it was, well, it was terrible, quite frankly. So, Casey, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, again, I'm going to give him one more year to try to prove it to me that he's got what it takes. I believe he's got a really good head on his shoulders. He. he is only 24, seeing as if we're bringing up ages. I didn't know that 30 was like, you know, we're building a plot for your gravesite. I didn't know that 30 was that, but apparently 24. Not for quarterbacks, not for, Okay, okay. Yeah, not for Joe Flacco either, apparently, but that's that's something they bring up all the time is his age. Flacco? Flacco's 38. Flacco. I'm a year older than him, and they're talking like, you know, He's uh he's one breath away from meeting his maker. I'm like, oh lord, is that for me too? <laughs> but uh, I, I love the images that went on the sideline. It looked like he was taking a nap sitting right. on the bench a couple weeks ago. <laughs> his helmet looked a little too <laughs> tight sometimes yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, it, you got to rebuild that offensive line. You're only as good as the men in front of you when you're playing that quarterback position. And I haven't once thought all year long that that offensive line was good and. They did exactly what happens when you are not good. You hurt your quarterback. And when you get hurt, you also hurt yourself mentally as well and thinking, can I go back out there and do it? So you've got to reshape that offensive line, get you the big boys up front that are ready to go to war for you. Well, and they need to, but my my issue, though, is – is based on what you hear from Doug Peterson. They're cool with the offensive line. They think they're good there. That just, just doesn't make any sense to me. But now I will say one thing about Trevor. Uh, when, you, when I think of, and I've said this before, uh, when I think about the great ones, what the great ones or their very good ones do, they make the people around them better. And Trevor hasn't done that. And, again, I would not trade Trevor for C.J. Stroud either. But C.J. Stroud this year, look, he was – he put up huge numbers with Tank Dell, you know, rookie receiver, Nico Collins, uh, Noah Brown, a Cowboys cast off. He did it with dudes that, that you know, that who are these guys, right? And, and, and Trevor, now, yeah, obviously things started going wrong or very badly offensively when Christian Kirk went down. And then Zay Jones has battled injuries all year. And yeah, I mentioned can't get right. That's been my nickname for Calvin Ridley, who, by the way, I, 
Look, he had a good game Sunday. He he should have laid out for the one at the end, though, man. You, you touch, you've got to catch it. Speaking of Kirk, was that a swerve that he was never going to play? Or I don't I think, know. Boy, that definitely could have helped if he would have played. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely would have helped had he played. I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, we need to break, Casey. Yep. Okay. Let, let's let's yeah. Let's let's break. We got pick games to come. Yeah. Back. Okay. We'll come back and pick games. Uh, revisit last week's picks as well. Uh, but then also, yeah. So when's Trent Balky? Do you do you do you trust Trent Balky? You know to to you know help in free agency and the draft and helping rebuild this roster. I don't know that I do, man. And that's, no, that worries me. But I'm so just trying to help rebuilding the man offensive job. line. Yeah, the interior of the offense, the defensive line. We talk about things, areas of improvement that needs to be needs to be made. Do you really trust Trent Balky to do it? And we'll discuss that. We'll pick games and go around uh, on this day in sports as well. One thing that I ran across that I'm really not happy about that we'll certainly bring up what happened on this date back in 1982. Uh, no, that, the catch. Uh, yeah, the catch. That more after this from the L House in Tinseltown on 1010XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. Seen as if it was forgotten a couple of weeks ago. Wonderful. I mean, wonderful this song because, look, my fantasy football league that I played in, dude that came in last, my buddy, my buddy Norm, uh, he has to uh, sing a karaoke song of the six playoff team's choice, and I made the playoffs. His song from me to him is Rainy Men. Norm's got to sing about his favorite storm. That's right. I came up with that on my own. You're welcome. You can use that if you want to. So, are you picking for a song for him, or is it already picked? No, I'm picking it for him. I get to pick it for I him. I got a better song to pick. What? Pick 1979 Grace Jones. There's a song called "I Need a Man." I think that would be funnier. <laughs> I need a man. Yes, look it up. Well, kind I of a pop hit, but anyway. Uh, hey, before we do picks, real quick, how about how about this former uh, uh, corner cornerback uh, for uh, Alabama? And uh, now Baltimore Raven, Marlon Humphrey, uh, might have tweeted uh, here earlier, uh, I would have been in the portal. He said, I would have been in that portal so fast after I heard Saban retiring, LOL. <laughs> oh, great, Alabama fans. Oh, they're going to be roasting some people. It's and great. They, rap, they rap Tumor's Corner today, by the way, in oh. celebration of Saban retiring. Oh, ding dong, the gonna, witch is well, dead. Well, that's what it's going to take for Auburn to come back, so. Hey, how how great would it be if they went over and poked Hugh Freeze <laughs> from 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 Auburn? That'd be great. To me, Hugh Freeze is a guy you can have him. He's one of those coaches. Who cares if you take? I him, think he's a, I think he's a very good coach. He's, yeah, he's good. I think but he's a very good coach. But, but what'd be great? They wrap Tumor's corner and then they get the coach poached. But what about the Gators? The Gators poached their defensive coordinator. who are in the process of Auburn's. Got name an associate head coach, defensive coordinator, linebackers coach, Ron Roberts. 
What have I said, you know, before? I think this year, what two coaches, uh, Saban, Kirby Smart. Other than that, if your school wants them, take them. <laughs> I don't know if I'd stop at two, but okay. All right, let's pick some games, boys. We've got to pick games. Uh, man, it's winding down, man. Yep. And our, our pick segment know. sponsored by our, our friends at Barber & Associates, my buddy Brad Denny, who's a, a, a frequent listener of the program. He actually picked with us last week as well. I've got, I've got his pick saved here. I need to take a look at how we did last week. So, so roll out with how we did last week and give us our games this so week. So last week, Rob, both you and I went 4-2, so I've still got a one-game lead <sighs> over you man. for the year. Casey, not so well. Two and four. Let's not talk about it. You're you're two at well, but then your guy wants to sign old running back. So I don't know how much I can really trust your. Hey, I, well, at anyway. least I'm still making people money against the spread. That's good. I don't know. Four overs not gonna make you money against the spread. It'll make you a little bit. No, it I won't. I know the vig hurts you a little bit, but it's okay. It's hurt. Four over. You gotta be more than four over. But just say it. All right. So the I'm, last for my argument, I, I'm still making people. This money. is the last week. We're gonna have six games because it pairs down the next week to like four, two. One. So anyway, first game. That's 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 so disheartening. It is. It is. It's Cleveland at Houston. I believe that's Saturday. And Cleveland by three. Wow. Cleveland by three. Here's a wow. What about the Gators that are two and a half point favorites at Ole Miss against a ranked Ole Miss team? But Ole Miss did uh, get throttled by Tennessee oh, Saturday. To right, me, so to me, this is kind of a pot. who. This is a who knows a possible. So Cleveland me, by three. Yes, yeah, so give me the home playoff team getting points. That's the only reason. I mean, who knows? This is a toss-up and a half. Right? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it is a toss-up. Go wow. ahead there, uh, Casey. Casey Kasem. So, the past few weeks, I've said there's a reason. That's your new name. You're Casey Kasem Jr., by there the way. There we go. Like okay. I like it. I like it. I love Mr. Casey Kasem. You knew who so, it was. Okay. Go. Oh, yes, sir. Of course, oh, he's yes. 39. Right, 39. <laughs> yes, sir. Right? Casey, yes, he's, sir. Not, he's not 12. Yeah. No. Him, Chuck. Yeah. Oh, he's young for... No, he's not. 39 isn't young for Casey Casey. No, sir. Yeah. Before he was before Ryan Seacrest, the better version of counting down that top 40. So, yes, sir. See? So, uh, Chuck? Yeah, see, Chuck? Dang it, Chuck. Big dummy. (laughs) So, uh, every week that we've had a pick, you know, I've had a reason for it. Florida State, I was like, give me that because my boy Robbie Lee. And then last week, Michigan for Trey. And I'm one for one now. So let me see if I can get my tattoo artist some love. Old Dave Katinsley out there in Gainesville. He's a Cleveland Browns fan. Oh. Cleveland's taking this game. I don't need any more Houston talk. Uh, I'll be pulling for Cleveland oh, yeah. and, and old man Flacco and all that stuff. But give me some of that. The Rock has come back to Houston. Give me the Texans. The Rock is doing the UFL now, by the way. He's not worried about coming back to Houston. <laughs> All right. There's not, a, there's not a Houston Gamblers team in this league? I don't know if there's there is. Not. They got 12 oh, teams, no. I believe. But they Chuck, who did you pick? He oh, picked I took, Houston. I took okay. Houston. I said okay. home home team getting points, that's yeah. the only deciding factor. It's a, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. But if C.J. Stroud is everything supposed to be, why are they? You know, you know why Chuck's happy? Because we're not picking a Jaguars game this week. That's, <laughs> why, that's why Chuck's happy. So next we go to the blowout. This is the blowout of the week. Miami <laughs> choking dogs. But I told you exactly what they were going to do. But you only lost. You only lost by seven against the Chiefs. Still, Frankfurt. well, I think I can say the Bills lost. The Dolphins at the Chiefs. Chiefs by four. What's it going to be like? Zero degrees. <laughs> and by the way, if you don't have Peacock, you can't watch it. The only person I know, 
there's two kinds of people watch this game. People have Peacock. I swear, I could bring up, like, I could say the the, the parliament, the Russia City Council meetings <laughs> all robbed. Like, oh, I could get that. I got I got a way I cheat and get that. So yes. it'll be people yes. have Peacock and you can watch that. Yes, game. I'll be watching So it. anyway. And I don't, so have, give me, give I don't me. have Peacock, and I will be watching. Yeah, yes. Well, you do have Peacock. So give me I know Peacock. I said I don't have Peacock. But you do have no, it. No, I'll be watching on TSN. Oh, Canadian. Canadian channel. So give me Kansas City. <laughs> this is going to be a slaughter. I mean, those who we talked about Woo! Kansas City, or they I lose love the it. team. I no. love Chuck's confidence. I still pick Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl until they prove me otherwise. Go ahead, Kansas Casey. City. Casey Kasem. Well, I'm not going to be picking the other KC in this scenario. Give me the Dolphins. Ooh, I hope you're right. The stink fish, you're wrong. Huh? I hope you're right, but you're wrong. <laughs> Look, I, uh, I'll say this is what I would say is the um, was it Spagnolo? Spagnolo is that the KC defensive coordinator, right? Right, I think uh, Steve Spagnolo. Right? Yeah, right. He yeah. did something that not many people have done this year. Uh, he pressed those receivers when they played Frankfurt. He he. Pressed him up the line of scrimmage. He got physical with um, with Tyreek Hill. Uh, held them at bay for the most part. And if and if there's no Jalen Waddle this week, uh, and you got to hope for Cedric Wilson to make plays. And, and they lost two more linebackers, yeah, I think, for this yeah, week. Yeah, and it is 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 the is the uh, Robbie Truth or Truth Anderson, whatever the hell his name is, is is he hurt still? Is he playing? I don't I even don't. know. Uh, is it Brent Berrios number zero? Wide receiver gonna make plays. The, you know what? This the Chiefs have struggled mightily as of late. They're gonna beat the hell out of the Miami Dolphins. Give me the Chiefs big. Yeah, Casey. Real quick, you think Miami could go into KC and win? They can't beat a team with a winning record other than Cowboys. I mean, so. I mean, they're gonna beat the hell out of Miami. I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. So anyway, I, I, be, I believe in the fish. I don't want to. But I, hope I believe you, in you it. believe in the stink fish. Next, okay. Here's the blow. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo by 10. Buffalo by 10. Wow. You know, look, I'll go first with this one. I'll give, you know what, give Mike Tomlin credit, dude. Yeah, I give that dude all the credit in the world. I mean, what he's done there, man, without roster, uh, you know, three quarterbacks, uh, uh, first time they've replaced a coordinator midseason. This is like 1937. Um, <laughs> I think Buffalo wins, but I think Pittsburgh covers. That's a big number. That's it's a big. big that's a big number. Uh, so yeah, get, give me the Steelers to cover. So, I go Buffalo, and, and, I, and I hope Buffalo drubs them. I hate the Steelers um, as a but Cowboys like fan, but but I like Tomlin. Okay, or Omar Epps, Omar Epps, Mike Tomlin. Have you ever seen this guy in the same place? I got Buffalo. Who you got, Casey? Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to jump on that bandwagon with you. I'll take Buffalo. I like Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Uh, the turnover machine, but he's also a touchdown machine. Intercept at least he offsets it with a touchdown, you know. All right. Number 16 doesn't do that here. Insane. <laughs> next, next we're going Green Bay, the Packers at the Cowboys. The Cowboys by seven and the hook. They got to throw that hook in there on you. I'm scared to death of this one. Go ahead, Chuck. Ugh. Give me Dallas. I think they – uh, Green Bay, not a great defense. I think Dallas, they play obviously well. Where they at home? Where were they at home this year? Eight no? They're undefeated at home, yeah. I yes, I think Dallas not cruises, but wins comfortably. How's that? Go ahead, Casey. You know what? Go pack go. 
Give me Green Bay. Once again, yeah. Once again, we we hope you're to cover or to to win. I'm curious. To win. They're going to win. All right. Yep. I like that. Yes, sir. He's just doing that just to spite me is all he's doing. That's fine. You have fun with that. I love you, Ryan. Hey, you know, next Saturday, you may not get to talk at all. I may may find a way from the L House in Tinseltown to turn your damn mic off. I don't know how I'm going to pull that off. I'm going to call Richie or something. Hey, Richie, do me a favor. Who's the greatest engineer in the history of the world? The dude is an absolute genius in 1010XL, 19.5 FM. Uh, How about this stat for you? Um... What receiver do you think has the most 11-plus games uh, in a season, 11-plus receptions in a game uh, uh, in a year? In a year? In a, yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, what, what player has most 11-plus receiving games in a year? In history. In history. In I season. guess you're going to tell me C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Ah, seven. <laughs> I he knew got it. seven. He had seven this year? Or seven just? this year. Wow. Seven this That's year. Pretty good. How about Michael Thomas uh, is second and fourth? And then Marvin Harrison has uh, – see, Michael Thomas had a year with six, a year with five. Marvin Harrison had a year with five. But, yeah, C.D. Lamb, seven games this year with 11-plus receptions. Uh, I'm scared to death, man. I mean, you know, whereas the, the kryptonite of the Georgia Bulldogs – has been Nick Saban. Now he's gone. The Packers have beat the Cowboys nine of ten games. Now again, a lot of that, obviously, well, all of that was with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Yeah, you know, oh, boy, man, uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I, I, you know what? You hey, Dak. No, I'm, I'm worried. I, I, you know what, Dak? You you came out after the game and they they asked you where your NFC East championship hat was. You said. No, no, I'm not worried of that. I'm looking for something way bigger. Hey, Dak, show us that you're him and do something huge. Do something a lot bigger. Jordan Love, by the way, the last six or seven games, he got 18 touchdowns, one pick. So he's been good. So, I mean, come on, Cowboys. Come on, Jimmy Johnson. Come on, the curse is broken. You're in the ring of honor. Let's go, boys. All right, next we got the Los Angeles Rams at the Detroit By the Lions. way, the last game should have been my game, by the way. I'm disappointed nah, in you, Chuck. Nah. You did that on purpose, by Heck the way. Me. No, I didn't. I put it in order of what they showed up because Philly Tampa's Monday night. It's the last game. Okay, what, okay Rams, Rams and, the, and the Lions. Lions by three and a half. I'll go first. Casey. Yeah, give me Detroit. I think Goff's got, uh, got a little something up his sleeve. I'm going to say until Detroit, until they do it in, a, in the playoffs. <laughs> hey, Casey, I, I think Chuck knows the answer to this question. Uh, do you know what year and what team the Lions last won a playoff game? What year and who was against? Yeah, was that uh, 94 against the Cowboys? 91 against the Cowboys? No, I asked Casey the question. Oh, I thought you asked me. I'm I sorry. said I thought you would know. Well, but you you get it's ninety one against, against the, Cowboys. the Cowboys. Okay, yeah, that was going to be and my they guess. They last the playoffs so. in ninety four, and they beat them like a drum too. By the way, thirty to six or something. Um, you know the Rams are scary, man. I mean, Sean McVay, dude. I, I thought he was just a just a guy with you know with a bunch of hairspray and you know and and medium shirts and all that stuff. That's what I thought of McVay. And he benefited from having a really good roster. But that dude can coach, man. That dude can coach. Uh, and, and Les Snead, their GM, we complain about our GM here in Trent Balk.
rightfully so. That dude, remember, had the shirts F the draft picks? Well, I guess that's right because they go and they get Puka. Uh, they get other guys late in the draft. Uh, uh, Kyron Williams, two, uh, last two years ago, fifth round pick. They're all all promoting. So, yeah, give, give me – I'm going to take the Rams. I think uh, they're a scary team, but give me the Rams. All right, last and least, I'd like to say, Monday night, Philly at Tampa. Philly by three, another uh, home uh, playoff dog. All right, go ahead, Chuck. Oh, Philly. They got the quarterback. I know they're reeling. They've lost five of six, but they don't, are reeling. don't believe it. Casey? Give me Philly. Give me Tampa. Give me uh, – I'm going to go with Casey on this. Give me good Baker. He's good Baker, bad Baker. I think this week is good Baker. and The, the, the Eagles are reeling, and I think there's something to that, man. There's something to the reeling. Philadelphia, die, Eagles, die. Uh, that's that's there's something to it. I think they're gonna die for good in the 2023 season uh, Monday night. All right, we'll step aside for our final break. We'll come back and close it out from the Yale House in 10 to XL. So this evening on Compton and Company, we came at you with three, count them, three of those poll questions. Our first one yep. by Allsite Contracting Inc. was, would you trade Trevor for Stroud? Whopping 70% say no way and then in our second one involving nick saban who would you want to replace him this one it's really close but dan lanning is leading the way with 31 percent right behind him Dabo swinney and other and lane kiffin's not too far behind at 21 percent and then our yeah yeah yeah. and then our third one that we pulled out of thin air the third question is... Yeah, because is, Chuck is being dumb. Right, right. And the rest of the world agrees <laughs> with us. If you were the GM of the Jags, would you sign Derrick Henry to a two-year contract? 68.5% of the world at 111 votes says, heck yes. Yeah, Here's one for you. I didn't realize Kawhi Leonard still yeah. played in the NBA. Yeah, yeah three can, years, 150 Hey, he, he stays. He, he's been hurt for so long. I, 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 the only thing I think it requires me to laugh, that, 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 that ridiculously crazy laugh. Yeah, three-year extension for 153 for a guy that hasn't played much over the last couple of years. Hey, so, that's a good gig, I guess. If you believe Twitter from Bam Recruiting 24-7, I'm being told by a source in Tuscaloosa that we will know the new head coach tomorrow. Really? So it sounds like something's been in the works, maybe. Hey, a dark horse, D'Amico Ryan. This is my dark horse. That's, I, so, if, if it's named tomorrow, wouldn't you say that's been in the works for longer than just today? Boy, I, like I said earlier, I don't know, man. I, it, well, yes, if it's announced tomorrow, yes, unless they quickly get on the – well, it wouldn't take long to hire a guy to come coach Alabama, right? It's Alabama. It's Alabama bleeping Bama, as yes. Joe yeah, Pesci but said. But you're somebody for Sarkeesian. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I get it. But I, but I guarantee you, though – Maybe if, not Kiffin. If they call, hey, yes, I'm coming. Yes, I, I can't imagine there's many current college coaches that would say no. Uh, but like I said earlier, uh, you know, it was it was uh, less than 24 hours ago. He was he was interviewing coaches to round out a staff. I mean, and then all of a sudden he retires. Even abruptly. if Lane Kiffin is chomping at the bit, wouldn't it take longer than one day to get all the legalities and the contract worked out? Yeah, you would. You know, you would. You, you would think. You would sort of think so. But before we get out of here, look, I, um, <laughs> on this day in sports, I'm hoping I'm going to help break the, the the Cowboys curse. On this date, 1972, the catch happened. 
Montana to 82, Clark. 82, not 72. I said 82, didn't I? I said 72. Oh, I'm sorry. 82. 1982, the catch happened. Uh, and what's crazy, if rules were by today, it, it would have it would have been flagged. Uh, <laughs> ball was something for Danny White and Tony Hill. He uh, streaks down the middle. Eric Wright, a defensive back, horse collars him to the ground. But then even after that, uh, Danny White sacked fumble. People forget. I mean, the Cowboys are driving. They're Here's on the, the punter, they're, they're, the way, they're so. on the plus side of the field. Another 15 yards. Yeah. Uh, Rafael Sepion, who got in trouble for some unfortunate things that he did to young people, um, uh, would have been in field goal range. He was a, he was a you know one of the best kickers in the NFL. So they might have won that game, and this catch would have never I – would, I wouldn't hear about it every year. Well, like what's-his-face for the Falcons who made that great sideline catch in the Super Bowl? That's all for naught now. Uh, Julio Jones? Yeah, Julio Outstanding Jones. Outstanding catch. So that would have – You say game, Julio, I say Julio, and, and Casey Casey says Coolio. <laughs> next, next Saturday. Next Saturday will be uh, the – the Casey and Compton show next Saturday. It's Chuck, our first time. By the way, next week, right here at the Yale House, Saturday, 12 to 2, right here. So come by and have lunch with us next Saturday. For Chuck Elliott, for Casey Dobson, for the fine folks here at the Yale House in Tinseltown. Until sat- next Saturday, I'm Ron Compton. See ya!